everybody. Welcome back. I'm Matt. Welcome back. I'm Jimmy. And we are Two Average Guys. We are coming to you live from Cornhusker Nation here. Um, hopefully everything's working for you and you can see us. And, um, you know, it should be a pretty, pretty fun time today. Unfortunately, uh, we did not get to see the Huskers play yesterday. Yes, it was um, a bummer. Extremely unfortunate. I was actually at the game, um, which you guys probably saw on a couple of my posts yesterday. Uh, and I actually met up with Dalton as well. We did a post from his tailgate. Nice. Um, unfortunately, I don't think my live videos were actually live um, until later on <laughs> uh, because we're in a dead zone essentially Pretty in and around the stadium. But once I jogged and slash sprinted a mile with my wife back to the car, I think they then posted, um, you know, in the porn down rain but um i was at a wedding and i was super bummed that i was not gonna be at the game or be able to well we were gonna watch it but then when it got delayed i was like oh, okay well then we can get through all the crap at the wedding and then we can sit down and watch didn't have to worry about it but um you know happen. unfortunately here's my take uh, a lot of people are really upset not only that they didn't play the game but upset that Akron didn't stay. They didn't get a hotel room. They couldn't put them in a hotel. It, I mean, that's understandable. I was upset too. It, you know, it is what it is. I mean, we can't control that. Uh, one of my buddies was upset with uh, with Moose. You know, it ain't his fault either. Here's what they should have done, though. If you ever watch baseball, they'll call a game on pending weather. Uh, to me, they never should have even. They shouldn't have done the tunnel walk. They shouldn't have brought him out on the field. They shouldn't have done a kickoff. I mean, there was weather coming. They never. They just never should have. The, done the anything, tough thing about it is, I saw people saying. They knew this was going to happen. Why didn't they try to play the game earlier in the day? Which yeah. I understand too, but it was a fox. It was it on fox. I mean, fox, it's all yeah. you're, you're you tied in with the TV. You yeah. can't just you can't do anything about uh, that. Un- unfortunately, but you know what? It, it is what it is. Um, Maybe they can reschedule it down the road. Maybe, and I think there's only really two reasons why we're going to reschedule this game. Um, if we are potential to uh, either make a playoff spot, which is the long shot reason, um, or or if if we need a bowl game. And we have, right. let's say we have five wins and six wins gets us into a bowl. Uh, Florida State did that last year. They needed one more win to get into a bowl. They brought in, I can't even remember who, but they paid them money to come to Florida State because they got rained out earlier in the year. And right. so and they were able to game. pay some money. Um, I believe the same thing happened with UCF. They, I could see something like that happening. Um, so that, that very well. And they might just do it anyways because the first year with Scott Frost, um, our tickets are still good. If you were at the game, your tickets are still good for the game if they play later on, so hold on to your tickets. Um, so, yes, yeah, very unfortunate, but guess what? Like I said, we, we can only control what we can control, um, yeah. and, it, and it sucks, but you know what? We're going to move on, and we're going we're gonna to get to Colorado this next week. Right. Um, so next week we got Colorado, um, but let's talk a little bit about that. Um, they played Colorado State this last weekend. Right. Colorado um, State's second game. Colorado State's second game. Their first game, uh, they, they played, played during Hawaii. that week zero kind of four game. And they yeah. played Hawaii at home, right? They played them at Colorado State. Um, I think so. And I'll tell you what, I watched some of that game, and I mean, Hawaii took took off real fast against them. Um, and Colorado State kind of came back late. It was 44, um, or 43, 34 was the final score, but. Really, there was a there was a struggle for Colorado State most of that game, and then Colorado State plays Colorado the next week. Um, and yeah, you can say Colorado looked good, but once again, they're playing Colorado State, who now has two losses on their schedule. Um, so I don't I don't know. I we haven't seen much from Colorado yet, and it's it's hard to really say whether they're good or not. It's hard for us to say if we're good or not as Huskers. Obviously, we want to believe that we're going to be an explosive offense knowing what Scott Frost and his staff does. Um, We know Adrian Martinez can run. Right. And And we we got four running backs. We didn't talk about this because we had a show. If you're you're new or if you haven't watched before or if you have, (laughs) um, we had a show before the the week started, um, Mm -hmm. and we didn't get to talk about Tristan Jebbia leaving. Because he we didn't really leave didn't. until the next day. He didn't leave until the Sunday. Yeah. Well, until, uh, yeah, I mean, it was announced later in the day. Right. And, yeah. Again, um, I said this last time, but I do have a puppy, so <laughs> upstairs. So if you hear some noise, I apologize. But, um, yeah, so Jebbia leaves. Um, right. It, it, was, it, was, it was pretty pretty surprising. Um, I know everybody's talked about it for a week a now. Week now. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's pretty... It's pretty upsetting. But. Well, it's upsetting, but you know, Dalton and I talked a little bit about it yesterday. We mentioned on our video that we did uh, and posted to Cornhusker Grenation mm-hmm. is you can't really be that surprised. Um, right. You can be upset about all you want, but it doesn't change the fact that he's gone. 
Um, and so that's the biggest thing is you can't change that. And, and the kid wants to play. Understandable. He probably saw the right on the wall that, you know. Yeah. They recruited Martinez. He was their guy. And, and the he head coach. got co- the nod right away. The head coach over at Oregon State. Um, he had, had been, recruited him. He had been recruiting him. When he was that offensive coordinator at Washington. So how does Nebraska play 12 games, uh, and where would we fit it fit it in at? So two different – couple different options. There's a bye week, obviously. You want your bye week, but if you need to. If I know need to, yes. my Tampa Bay Buccaneers, <laughs> I know it's pro, so it's different, but you get one bye week, and they're, they got hurricaned out just like all the mm-hmm. college teams did last year. Yep. So they it worked out. It was like Miami or somebody they played, and they had the same bye week, so they ended up playing. That was yeah. pretty ironic, but – the other, I would say, is... Um, During the, the cha- all the championship games. Yeah. Um, if if we we're not in the Big Ten championship, which um, we may have to play another game, but it's it's Big Ten conference right. play. It doesn't matter. It would be an okay record. time to play it. Yeah, so if we're not in the Big Ten championship, then you know we could always reschedule for that week. Once again, that's I think they'll only reschedule it if it means we're going to get into a bowl game. Well, if we are going to make it into the Big, 12 championship, or Big Ten championship, sorry, yeah. then there, there would be no... No reason for us to, to play. Well, depending on what our depending on what our um, uh, our record is, because right. that could get us a better bowl too. If we're That's in the Big true. Ten championship, maybe I'm not going to say we're going to make the playoff. But if we're for some crazy reason in the in the spot where we can make the playoff, um, we're definitely need to reschedule it. But the big during the all the championship games for all the conferences, that'd be the best time to reschedule it. Jeff, thanks for your question. Um, but I would say that's when we're going to if we do at all. But once again, it's going to depend on a record. Going to depend on um, you know the potential for bowls, all that good stuff. So yeah, so I mean, we'll we're see. just going to have to see the the one the one tough thing is you know you learn a lot, especially with a true freshman quarterback and a lot of young guys with yep. the new offense, new schemes on offense and defense to go into your a bigger game like Colorado this this next week, and we don't get that unfortunately, yeah. but. Um, Things happen, and we're just gonna. They're just gonna have to come out. Yeah, and I, I, mean, and I think they will, and I'm, I'm super jacked. I think they're gonna be prepared well this week. I think they're, they had a chance to already see Colorado and Colorado State. Uh, they've had a chance to see them play, so they, they know what Colorado can do. Um, they've seen some of their game, and um, you know, Colorado wiped the, wiped the face of uh, Colorado State pretty easily. So in-state, you know, rival, if you will. Um, I don't think anyone was really surprised that Colorado State lost, but um, I wouldn't hype up Colorado just yet for those people that are saying Colorado looks really good because um, Colorado State's not that good. Um, once again, we don't know what we can do. We also don't know what Colorado can do. So Yeah, I mean, they, they don't have any tape on, you know, they don't have any game film on. On anybody, guys. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they, they will on, on – UCF's games from last year and, and how they how they operate, but yeah. they don't have anything on Martinez other than maybe some videos exactly. from, him from high school or something. Exactly. So, so here, um, here's here's what I know for sure. Next week, we're gonna win. Okay. And I don't think and, and anybody watching this, if you want to argue that, go ahead. But we're gonna win next week. Yeah. Um, Boys are gonna be fired up. <laughs> Frost is gonna be fired. And, and Man, that tunnel walk was awesome. So let's talk about the tunnel walk. So a lot of people are really pissed about the tunnel walk too. Um, I'm not. I, I, I've I, heard. I've heard kind of fifty fifty, but I, I mean, I love the I love the tunnel walk song that we've always had. But I'm and they and they and they still had that as part of the intro for right. the Huskers. It wasn't very long, but they they played it for a little while, and then they broke into Jungle by X Ambassadors. Awesome. Um, and awesome. that kind of got Good you jacked person. up. And they had the gates in the front. It was the, awesome. The Scott, gates was cool. Scott yeah. looked like he was ready to go out there and play. <laughs> he was. So yeah, I mean, he looked just jacked up as everyone else, and looked so focused, and and the team looked excited. And one thing I really liked about it, um, obviously, this has nothing to do with the game, but that's really all we got to see yesterday was a tunnel walk, and that was really exciting. But people. Were like all oh, the fans weren't jacked up it didn't get them excited um i was in the stands so on the contrary i can say that yes they were people were more focused on what they were going to do for the tunnel walk because there's a lot of discussion in the, in the right. preseason on changing things you have the new gates uh with the the 3d emblem on the outside you got the um the digital um display on the, on outside, the outside as well really i mean cool. it, it looked really cool they redid the pillars on the inside to well, me, I mean, it, it, yes, it's just an entrance, but that gets me jacked up as oh, a fan, yeah. and, and the fans were super excited. Right. And whether you believe that or not, I mean, I thought it was fantastic. So, And, you know, if I'm with you. I like – I'm a diehard too, so yeah. I, I don't want things to necessarily change yeah, all that and, much. Yeah, we but, like tradition. Yeah, with the tradition, but we also have all kinds of change going on yeah. with Frost and with – And Bill Moose, you know, yeah. And with kids these days. I mean, yeah. you – 
different you gotta, generation. You got to attract them. Well, in and, ways. and really, the one of the biggest differences I saw yesterday was when they got to the gate. They didn't, you know, you're, we're used to seeing teams stand outside the tunnel. Well, they kind of kind of bounce around the flags and, and stuff. Well, this time they opened the gate, and I mean, within a couple seconds, they were bursting out of the field, and I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, it was just an immediate run out of the field. Now we're not going to wait here for you know two minutes while the music plays and then run out. It was just we're going to go. Of course, we have to wait all this time, <laughs> and then we still have to wait another week. Yeah, wait a little longer, but um, but no, I mean, it was even though we got rained out, I was in the stands. I know Dalton was in the stands at Cornish Grenation. We had fun. I mean, we had a good time. Um, we enjoyed even a little bit of rain. They played some fun music during the game, too. Uh, they played uh, and, uh, Africa by Toto, uh, uh, which was hilarious. They played Thunderstruck. I did see a video of uh, Don't Stop Believing that everybody was singing yeah that was pretty i wasn't in the stadium at that point i was probably waiting underneath eating a runza um nice because it did start to rain pretty good um drew good question so drew says any word uh on these recruits who came on a visit i haven't seen anything i guess that's interesting um does that still i mean it probably still counts as an official visit or whatever but (sighs) without a game being played they did the kickoff but that's a really good question and and i'll have to look into that i didn't see anything personally on um, on yeah. whether or not the recruits are going to come back for an official visit during an actual game. Um, so that's a very good question. We'll have, to, we'll have to update you guys on the recruits because I know we did have a few I know that, that one, I don't remember who it was, but was absolutely like stoked to see mm-hmm. Sue. It oh was yeah, his idol. Yeah, Sue. Sue was there. Started walking across the field, and the, and the crowd just went nuts. Yeah, I mean, the crowd went bananas. It was pretty cool. And he's sitting there raising his hand. You had uh, obviously Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union there. Yeah. Um. You know there there was a guy who you know he wasn't really a streaker, <laughs> but he went out in the middle of the field oh, during geez, uh, during the delay, and you know the security slowly started walking out. He takes his shirt off, starts spinning it. Everyone's cheering him on. Um, so it was some good old entertainment while we were waiting to see the Everybody's game. Everybody's got to get their five minutes of fame. Hey, you know they didn't run out. He didn't run away from them. They didn't run out to get him. It was very slowly. They like, didn't tackle just him. They just slowly kinda... walk in. He yeah. just he let him yeah. take him. I mean, it was That's I was kind of hoping for a rundown, but that didn't happen That's either. Fun. But um, you know, it was it was really fun. Um, just just being down there again and, and getting in the spirit of Husker football. I mean, the it was like 90, 95 degrees before uh, the game. Or at least it felt that hot. It was super um, humid. So we were down there, and I mean, it was it was a fun time. Uh, lots of people. The energy around the stadium was just as good as ever, if not better. Um, I would think it'd be better. I was down. I was down in the Haymarket area, and from there to the walk to the stadium. I mean, holy cow, just the amount of fans well, and the amount of energy. I haven't seen that in a couple of years. And, and I think the, the reason games. why that is is because <clears> – just backtrack a, a couple steps with me. When we had Bo Pelini, a lot of people didn't like how he was yelling on the sidelines, yelling mm-hmm. at refs, yelling at players. So you had the Bo lovers – or Bo leavers. Yes, Bo leavers. But um, then you had the people that didn't really, didn't really like him. So there was, you know, kind of at odds. Then when we hired Riley, we had the the people that didn't that, that wanted to be right. Yeah, I didn't think he was the right hire, so they wanted to be right. So they yeah. wanted to, maybe not necessarily for the team to lose, but they wanted to be right in thinking like we shouldn't hire this guy. Yeah, and I don't think we have any of that now. Everybody well, is just frost. Well, and, and we want it. Oh yeah, you know if it takes you a little while, we're, and, and, we're and, a lot, and a lot of people were not sold on his staff. And that was, I think, more of a, um, a hurdle for a lot of people to really figure out what is his staff going to do at Nebraska that's different from what we've seen in the past to where we can be successful. Because, yes, they did great at UCF, but they gave up a lot of yards uh, on defense. Right. Um, they put up a large on offense, a lot of yards and a lot of points, lot of but points. they gave up a lot of points. So that was a big concern. But I think those concerns got washed away. Everything that we saw in the summer and the fall, I think it all just kind of washed away. Right. Um, and I think... Well, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, Grant has a question here. He says, you know, does not playing Akron make uh, the Colorado game um, a game to look out for? So we weren't able to get rid of the jitters. Abs- I mean, absolutely. Once again, right. we, we haven't seen really what Colorado can do. We saw we have we have film on them, which is good. So we have something to go off of. They have nothing on Nebraska, only what they can probably see in any sort of spring training that we did. Any videos have been posted online. Uh, Adrian Martinez in high school. So they don't have a lot on us. We have one game against Colorado State. So I think we have a little bit going right. in there but the jitters i mean yeah. i think i Especially think it is something to be concerned about court. it definitely is you got two freshman quarterback and like we said a lot of a lot of new guys but i also feel like we have some good senior leadership 
Um, I feel yeah. like we got, for one, our captains, you know, yeah, they're ready to go. Yeah, those good captains. I like those um, picks. And so we'll talk about that in a second here, too. But I, I think our captains, I think our senior leadership, whether our seniors are starters or not, one thing that we've always seen in Nebraska is the seniors are leaders. Um, it doesn't matter if they're playing or not. Yeah. Um, and so I feel like our leadership as as this, excuse me, the junior-senior group, I think are going to be getting them ready. And I think they've been prepared um, for this game for so long now that – it's not going to slow them down that they haven't played yet. They're still going to have jitters. They're still going to be nervous, absolutely. Um, but I think our crowd base, the fans, I think the, I think they're going to be so excited about this game. That, oh, yeah. And it's, it's at home again, so we get to play at home. So we're going to get get all jacked up and get ready for this game that the jitters are still going to be there. And even Scott Frost said, no matter how long you've been doing this, the jitters don't go away. As a coach, as a player, you oh, get them sure. every game, whether home or away. So, um, so Grant, great question. I think the jitters are still going to be something to worry about, something that they're going to have to get rid of. It may take us a few drives to kind of get rolling and get get our feet underneath us, um, just due to those jitters and those butterflies right. in the stomach. But um, I, would, I see us kind of picking it up a little bit, maybe second quarter. What one good thing is, you know, it's not like the first game was supposed to be at home, and then now we have to go on the road and have, you know. You know, if this game we're going to play Colorado on the road, yep. I think that might be a little tougher oh, yeah. than you know the comfortability of, of ha- you know having the fans behind ninety thousand behind you. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it might take a little while, um, which is expected. But I think we'll be prepared for the week uh, throughout the week. Um, you know, Craig asked any chance of rescheduling during the bye. You know, that that's one yeah, of two options. So um, you could reschedule during well, the bye, or you could reschedule maybe, during the Big Ten. Maybe not though, because Akron might not have a bye that week. That's true. So yeah, um, so we'd and, have to look at their schedule and and to um, I mean, I think they they might have played in their conference championship game last year. I don't yeah. know if that's the same week as all the other conference yeah. championships. Yeah, so games, I but. think there's a lot of wait and see on that game. And and if we reschedule once again, Florida State last they, year they played somebody different. They played someone different because so that, that could be an option too. And we'll have to pay somebody again to come back um, and play us. But that could be an option too. So if we don't play during the bye week or during the championship week, depending on how our schedule is going in our well, season, and we could always bring in someone else if we have to play somebody. The, Knowing how Frost works and the kind of person that he is, he could maybe want to try to bring in you know a, a pretty high caliber team potentially. Yeah. You know, I don't know how that would work as far as yeah. paying somebody. Oh, it could be another Power Five or yeah, yeah another another top you five know. school, whatever. Um, you know, and Grant, yeah, it is supposed to rain. It's supposed to rain for like an entire week, week and a half. So we're Come hopefully, on, man. hopefully that kind of some of us it, work outside. It is a week away, so <laughs> so we'll see what happens. Um, Oh, Iowa State, their team didn't play. Yeah, so Iowa State didn't play either. So we're going to get into some of the games here in a little bit on what happened in the rest of the schedule. That'd be, that'd be pretty intriguing. It, it would be pretty intriguing. If we were to play them, I think that'd be pretty fun. Um, yeah, if we were to bring in Iowa awesome. State. So. Played Colorado and Iowa State in the same year. Yeah. So we'll, we'll get to some of the games here in a minute. But, yeah, I mean, really, call. it was like a bummer. Uh, it was a bummer not being able to – Watch. And I'm, I could try to go to one game a year, and I never dreamed right. I'd be able to go to the first game well, this year. And I was going to buy tickets to Colorado, and they were too expensive. Yeah. Now that's basically going to be the first game. First I can't game even imagine what they're going to be like now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited. Um, <laughs> yeah, great. So, yeah, just saying this one, yeah, I hope it doesn't get delayed or rained out next week. Absolutely. I mean, we just. Is it going to be raining next Saturday? It's supposed to rain next Saturday. It's supposed to rain for. We're supposed oh, to get like another four oh, to five man. inches of rain between yesterday and next Saturday or Sunday. So, um, yeah, it sucks, but we'll, we'll see. I mean, once again, it's a week away. It's a long ways away. Hopefully. As long yeah. as it's not lightning like it was. Yeah, we'll we play, can in, the play rain, in the rain. Yeah. Just no lightning. Um, so, anyways, I, I was excited for the Huskers. I love the energy around the stadium. Love the energy in the stadium. Um, just gotta wait another and, week. And it's gonna be next week too. It's gonna be just the same. It might even be better because you know who's gonna be there? Colorado fans. Right. So you might and and don't get me, we're always very nice to other fans, and that's what I love about the Huskers. We might talk shit about we talk shit all day about them, right. but when it comes to game time, we are very nice to their fans um, and make sure that they are treated with utmost respect. People were offering Akron players. They're like, they didn't come to my house. I got room for three or four guys, and other people are like I got room. Like, but that's that crazy. that is that, that would never happen. That's corn. That's that's Husker. That's the Husker way, though. I mean, they will offer up their home if it means we get to play them and get our game in. We will offer our right. houses and we will give them food. We will give them everything that they could possibly want to make sure we play. And then we'll talk crappy out of you on social media the next day once we win. <laughs> yes. So, but that was I mean, extremely uh, talk about a, a fan base that 
not only loves their football but has respect for the other team and that's that was kind of cool to see uh, i saw a lot on social media like hey who do i need to contact to get these guys you know four or five guys in my house and um you know that was kind of cool um but yeah so huskers next weekend got colorado um i already said it we're gonna win we're gonna be colorado we're gonna be jacked up we're gonna have those jitters we're gonna be excited um it's all about how we get prepared well, this week and touching on how we prepare this week the guys practice early they, they their practices are early in the morning uh verducci verducci was out um or however you say his last yeah. name he was up he had a tweet out at like five o'clock this morning i mean so you they, know they're they up practice early. in the mornings now people were wondering how that was going to work with the first game being a night game yep and they walked through different things that they were going to do well now the game is i mean it's 2 30 it's not 11 but yeah it's an earlier game so that might help out a little bit in that aspect but they're going to be prepared they'll get up they'll do a walkthrough and Adrian Martinez is going to have like a 75 yard touchdown run (laughs) and the place is just going to explode it's it's going to be exciting so I'm excited for Colorado next week I think we're going to do well Um, I think Colorado is going to bring everything they got I mean they they haven't played Nebraska in a while I think they're going to bring everything they can to us and I think we're going to be well prepared to take whatever they got and hopefully bring it back to them and 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 like I said we're going to come up with a win we're going to win game number one of the season Husker era. I don't know. I'd be interested to see what the spread is. Mm. It's probably not out yet, but yeah, we'll see. Without Nebraska playing a game, it changes probably too. Yeah, I'm sure. So. All right. Uh, once again, keep bringing your questions if you got them. We're going to actually go into. We don't really have a whole lot else to talk about with the Huskers just because we didn't we didn't play. So right. um, what we will go into is a couple of the other games. Um, let's talk Big Ten first. Uh, had some really interesting games in the Big Ten. Uh, Wisconsin, Western Kentucky. So that got off to a really slow start for Wisconsin. Right. Um, and Western Kentucky. I mean, Jeff Brown is yep. now the Purdue coach. He was at Western Kentucky. They've been pretty decent the last you know yeah few years um, as far as in conference, mm-hmm. but um, I figured it might. You know, a team like Wisconsin, they do end up blowing teams out, but they do always take a little bit yeah. to get going. Well, they're such a ground and pound team. Right. I mean, they're they're such and a they're run. not they're not going to do too much in a game like that. They're, they're ground you know, they're ground and pound their defense because they're for a preseason playoff, you know, caliber yeah. team, and that's who a lot of these guys have picked to make it. They yep. do think that Wisconsin is going to break through this year. Um, well, so they're not wanting to show too much. Yeah, but I mean, Hornibrook still threw over 257 yards and two TDs, which isn't bad because he doesn't. He doesn't. I mean, he's not the the best passer. No. So yeah. and John and Taylor still ran for 146 yards on like 18 carries and had a couple mm. TDs. So I mean, they really picked it up in the second half. Uh, first half was kind of just slow start, which happens in your first game of the season, which is why you know playing Colorado uh, home next week. I think we're going to get off to a slow start first game of the season, but um, I think we'll pick it up pretty quick, just considering our tempo and what we run as an offense. Right. Um, Ohio State. So we can hate all Ohio State all we want, but right now, obviously, we've always hated Ohio State as right. Husker fans. Um, but Urban Meyer, you know, different subject. We don't need to talk about we him talked right about now. Already. We're done. Um, but let's talk about a few guys that have on their team that are are dangerous. I mean, Haskins had a great game. Um, he is good. He was like twenty of thirty. He had a really good passing game. Um, and then He's you also good. had uh, Dobbins in the backfield. And Mike Weber's back. So Weber Weber was hurt all year last year. Those guys are good. And those three guys, I mean, that's, dangerous. that's all they need on their offense. They have a couple. They have a, another wide receiver who's pretty good. I can't remember his last name off the top of my head, but um, he actually had a really good game yesterday as well. He only had a couple catches, but his his yardage was up. Right. Um, you know, they were once again they were not playing a great team. Oregon State actually started off pretty well and then kind of just fizzled away. Yeah, once they had they, a long touchdown pass that made it seven seven and. That was really about it. <laughs> oh, ex- exactly. Well, and so here's the thing, too. with And then they had a delay. So. One thing I noticed about Ohio State that um, I think you're seeing more of in the college game is a high tempo. Um, I- I've seen Ohio State's typically high tempo, but not like this. I mean, they didn't run this quick of an offense with JT Barrett last year or in the years before that. I mean, Haskins and, and the team, well, they were up on the line ready to go. And there's a reason that Joe Burrow left. Because Joe Burrow, you'll be seeing him tonight as the starting quarterback for LSU. And he had ties to Nebraska. There was potential that he may end up, they may end up bringing him in here during the offseason. Um, eventually, you know, Frost and company decided not really to pursue it. Mm-hmm. And he ended up looking elsewhere and he chose LSU. Yep. He's going to be starting tonight against Miami. Yep. Um, but there's a reason he left. Oh, yeah. And it was because he wasn't going to play behind, I mean, ahead of Haskins. Oh, yeah. And I don't know if, I think it was on college, I think it was on college game day. Did you see the, the clip of him? 
when he was so. like he was like eleven. Oh yeah, he was at Ohio State. He was at Ohio State. Yeah, seven jersey on with his name on the back. I'm play or something. And he's like, I'm gonna play here. I'm and they're like, what uh, what position you can play? And he's like quarterback. And then he's 21 years old and he's starting. Those, those are cool. That's, that's cool. really cool. I don't like Ohio State by any yeah. means, but that's really cool. Yeah. But it's not because of the kids. It's because of it's Ohio State and their uh, yeah. rival. But yeah. um, so before we get to the next Big Ten, so Grant, I know you watch your Husker fix that, and that's fantastic because I could talk Huskers all day. Um, <laughs> so once again, yeah. So if they go five and six, and we need that twelfth game, um, yeah, call up Bill Moose, man. Make a call and say, hey, I need to talk to somebody about getting this game scheduled with Iowa State if they have the same, you know, if they have the same schedule we do with the right. bye week, and if or Iowa, if they're not in the championship, let's get them if in. Iowa State's not in the Big Twelve championship, which I don't think that they will be. No. Seeing Oklahoma, seeing TCU, and seeing West Virginia, yeah, they're not going to. So, so it's a possibility. Yeah, get a hold of Bill Moose, but yeah, if we're five and six, I, I guarantee you, if we're five and six. We're going to get a game scheduled. No matter who it is, we're going to get somebody in there to play so we can have that, that chance to go to a bowl. But I'm hoping that we don't have to worry about a 5-6 and six and that at that point we're 6-5 and five and that we're going to be bowl eligible. And a 7-5 and five season is not going to make a difference in a bowl game, really. Well, and they know how well Husker fans travel. So if we get a bowl potential, you know, Bowl eligible, I think they'll get a decent bowl game. So. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, Grant, I, Ohio State, Michigan, I hate both of them equally. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, and we'll get to Michigan here in a second against Notre Dame, but um, I hate both of them equally. I I think I kind of hate Ohio State a little bit more, but Michigan is creeping so, up right by. Like, it's really like, I could, like, uh, what's his name did in the, the Cowboys game last year where he took a piece of paper and put it in between the football and uh, oh, the, yeah. the ref. I mean, it's kind of like that. You put a piece of paper in there, they're probably still going to be touching each other. I hate both of them equally. Um, you know, Mahela, the, the guy on the left, which left, your left or my left? Because I think we're, you know, whatever. Very, very cool. Um, um, when you look at the screen, it's this guy. Yeah, whatever. Um, anyway, so um, let, let's continue down some of these Big Ten games. So Or other games. So we had... Um, Let's see, Big Ten, Penn State, and Appalachian State. That was that. So that game happened right before the Huskers uh, were gonna play. Right. Um, and we had. I was kind of surprised. Um, I didn't expect to see Appalachian State. You know, they beat Michigan. What was it, like four years ago? No, they beat Michigan like back in like two thousand eight. Wasn't it wasn't ten years ago? I lived in Alaska at that time. Get out of here! So I was way. in Alaska at that time because my assistant coach was a big Michigan guy. And oh, yeah, it was, was a long time ago. It. it was a long time ago. But App State, uh, yeah. So App State ended up um, beating Michigan a long time ago. So now they get another Big Ten opponent, Penn State, first game of the year, and they took them down to OT. Um, and man, yeah. Penn State had to score to go to they OT. They scored forty-two seconds left. So they, and I didn't think they would because they had a fourth. They had a fourth down that they had to convert with like a minute and a half left. Yes. And they did. It was like a fourth. It wasn't fourth and short. It was like six yards or something like that. It was like like fourth and four, fourth and six, something like that. Oh, 11 years ago. All right, to the day. Thanks, Grant. (laughs) Thanks for looking it up. So it was a long time ago, but I feel like it was just like five years ago. Um, but App State. Yeah, that would have been uh 2007 because that would have been when I, yeah, wow. God, that was a long time ago. Um, so we we have Penn State, you know, had to go to OT to beat Appalachian State. Um, so it's crazy. You know, we'll talk about rankings here in a little bit, but you know, Penn State are they a bad team? No. Can we say they're a great team? Once again, no Saquon Barkley this year. Yeah. Yes, Trace McSorley is is he's a, really good. I think he's a really good quarterback. But does Barkley make that big of a difference, or is Appalachian State at, that good? Well, yeah. at this particular time, I would say that. Saquon Barkley made that big of a difference yeah. for him. Well, and, and I don't – a lot of people say it's the first game of the season. You can't put a whole lot of weight on it. I highly disagree because guess what? First game of the season for App State too. You should right. want to make a statement and really beat down your and opponent it's the first, if you're in the top ten. Right, and it's the first game for Washington who had the Pac-12 playoff hopes on their shoulders and yeah. they lost. That, and, and that whole playoff – so yeah, Pac-12 could be done, and that that could hurt Penn State. I mean, it really could. Down yeah. the road, you look well, down the road, that could hurt them if it means playoff or no playoff because they can say you went to overtime. And with I App remember, State. I remember a couple of years ago, App State went to uh, overtime with Tennessee, uh-huh. and they were super high on Tennessee. Tennessee mm-hmm. was ranked really high, and ended up being Appalachian State was pretty good that year, yeah. but it was Tennessee wasn't nearly as good as they had been anticipated. So that surprise, could be surprise. that could be yeah. so that that's, that could that's be the case for Penn State as well. Yep. So okay. So, so we got two. Actually, we'll make it three of those Big Ten East, you know, powerhouse teams that are supposed to be playoff caliber teams. Seems like they struggled. Yeah, I mean. 
Didn't look it up. They kept repeating on ESPN. Oh, okay. <laughs> nice. Okay, so uh, so ESPN was talking about the App State game. Oh, okay. Um, but, yeah, so. Yeah, Penn State struggled. Michigan State struggled. And, obviously, Michigan struggled, and they lost. Got, like, three feet from the TV. Just, oh, okay. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so, yeah, so Penn State barely squeaked away. Michigan State, um, they barely squeaked away. So they almost went to overtime. Um, they ended up getting the ball. They almost lost. They, they had two minutes left to score. It was tied uh, 31-31. Um, no, it was it was 31-30. to 30. Oh, yeah, 31-30. They were down. That's right, because they scored. They got the two-point conversion to make it 38-31. So they were losing yeah, 31-30. Did they, did, 30, they, did they do a two-point yep, conversion? because they won 38-31. Well, I know. No, they did a two-point conversion to make it 38-31. to 31. That's what I just said. Oh, okay, sorry. I thought you meant... When it was thirty-one to thirty, because <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. Um, Utah State scored. It was thirty it was, to twenty-four. Yep. They scored and then made it thirty-one to thirty. So yeah. they had so so up. Utah State really brought. Once again, you're looking at you're looking at a team when you want to do well, you want to win that first game. And Michigan State was number is number eleven was number eleven. Right. I don't think they're going to stay there because Utah State almost took them to overtime. Uh, they had two minutes left to score uh, when it was thirty one thirty, and Michigan State went down and scored. Um, and then you had a fantastic defensive play um, to intercept the ball. But they're like 46 seconds left, and they were on the 46 yard, their own 46 yep. yard line. Um, I mean, a hell of a play. I mean, that was just an athletic play by that linebacker to get up in the air while being blocked by the running back. Um, but the running back couldn't do much about it. I mean, he was shorter, um, and the guy really just kind of went up above him um, and was able to get his hand on the ball and intercept at the same time. And I thought that was a fantastic play for Michigan State. As much as I don't like Michigan State, um, I mean, that was a hell of a play, and you cannot say anything else about that. I mean, that was that was great. But, yeah, they struggled. I mean, the the Big Ten East, they struggled, man. Yeah, I mean, it, it really was a struggle. Aside from uh, Maryland beating Texas. So, Can't so, wait they did that. And I talked about it last week. I, I did. And I we said, talked about it last week because they beat him last year in in Austin. They beat him in Austin. I didn't yeah. think that they would beat him. But. I really didn't think they would either. But here's the thing: Maryland had a chip on their shoulder with their their teammate dying. Um, so they lost a teammate and they had this a year. Coach, and maybe things are running a little smoother. Their, their head coach is still suspended. They came out with a chip on their shoulder trying right. to win that game. And, and Texas was a priest. Uh, you know, what I've heard is a, a preseason. Favorite to win the Big Twelve, yeah, potential favorite to win the Big Twelve, which I think they always are every year. <laughs> every year they're they're a favorite to win the Big Twelve. But Tom Herman, I mean, how did they not prepare for Maryland this year? They lost to them last year. They're not a whole lot of a different team. Did, right. I mean, out maybe the coach that took over is doing some well, different things. But and I think they have they might have two quarterbacks that they they roll with two mm-hmm. different ones. And so, so thir- I mean, maybe it's a little hard, harder no, game plan. 34-29, thir- I mean, they, they lost to Maryland again in Maryland. So um, I was happy about that it. That was a great – oh, I'm ha- anytime Texas loses, right. you know, horns down, um, I love seeing that. So Texas loses, that, that, made, that made my day yesterday. Um, and Maryland gets a win, so they get a win in the, in the start off the Big Ten, right? Um, Michigan cool. and Notre Dame. Okay. So Michigan and Notre Dame. So I didn't get to see really any of that game. I saw maybe a couple minutes just because I was in the stadium. Didn't see one second. Um, and they started to play it on the on the film. But uh, one thing I said last week, uh, we talked a lot last week about Michigan and how their defense, and also about Notre Dame, how their defenses are strong as a strong point. Right. Uh, that's never been a secret to anybody. The biggest difference I see between the two is, at least in recent years, is Notre Dame always has offensive weapons. They have a quarterback that, that can, can usually run. run. He can sling it okay, but he can definitely run. They have running back, at least one running back that can do well, and one or two wide receivers that can do really well right. catching the and ball. And I think I said it last week. They well, Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. Maybe I just thought it. Um, they have that home run type of um, 80-yard touchdown here. Yep. Like, that happens like almost every game yep. for them. That Whether it be a rushing or a passing touchdown, that just, boom, comes out of nowhere. And... I don't know necessarily if they had that yesterday. They might have had a, uh, you know, a mid-range type of touchdown, but um, that's always something to be aware of. And mm-hmm. I kind of thought that might be a difference maker in that game because Michigan always hyped, and then they Shea Patterson, Shea Patterson, Shea yeah. Patterson, and then Shea Patterson was supposed to be their savior this year. They're like Jim Harbaugh finally gets a quarterback that he can go ahead and groom and be really good this year. But I said it last year. I don't know anything about Shea Patterson. 
No, nobody does, because guess what? We didn't get to see him really at uh, Ole Miss. I know. So, really, what does he bring to the table? Well, he was supposed to be really good. He did not have uh, – he had uh, – let's see, I put it down here. Uh, Patterson had no touchdowns. He had an interception. Um, you know, he had 200-some yards. But if you're not throwing touchdowns you're not, and you're throwing interceptions, you know, once again, you're going against a good defense in Notre Dame. We all know they bring the defense. Yeah. Um, but they were, Notre Dame was able to, once again, I said last week, if they score 20 points – that's all they have to do to win that game. If they score twenty points, yeah. they put up twenty four, and, and Michigan scored seventeen. Seventeen, right? So no, I did make a comment saying the the whole conference thing. It was kind of a joke, <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll just leave it at that. Mm-hmm. It was it was basically a joke, but but either way, I mean, Notre Dame went from like a probably fifty two percent chance uh, according to ESPN, fifty two percent chance of making it to the playoff. Now they're probably like a sixty five percent chance. Well, and that okay, I will touch on it. The reason why I said playing conference is because when he comes down to it at the end of the year, these teams, you know, like I said, Wisconsin, mm-hmm. they go undefeated. They have to play a top ten, top fifteen Ohio State team in the conference championship, yep. and then they lose and they don't go to the playoffs. And Notre Dame just sits and yeah. you know, if they don't have that, that's just the frustrating thing. It's, it it's a valid argument. And it really I mean, is. they do play a tough schedule every year. Don't get me yeah. wrong, but. To play a nine-game conference schedule is tough. Yep. And, yeah, okay, you have some opponents on your schedule that aren't that great in conference, but it's tough. Yeah. So uh, and, that was yeah, my point. So it is a good point to make, and I think anybody that, for one, is not a Notre Dame fan will probably have that argument as well. Even Notre Dame fans should should realize that you know that makes sense. They might not agree with you, but it does make sense. But either way, well, Notre Dame. And we'll go ahead. They they start off playing uh, Michigan, who was ranked number fourteen. You know, once again preseason rankings. We'll get there in a second. Um, and they they go and win the game, and yeah, they won they at home. They need to do. Um, and they did what they need to do to win the game, and that's a huge win for them because it is Michigan. Right. Um, you know, it's almost an in-state uh, game. <laughs> it's very close. Um, but I think a lot of people just have so much hype once again around Michigan. And then they they predicted a lot of guys predicted them predicted them to make the playoff this year, and I'm just shaking my head like Harbaugh hasn't done it yet. He's one and five they're, against Ohio State and Michigan. And guess State. what? They might lose to Michigan State. They might lose to Ohio State again this year. I think they're going to have. At they're going to lose to Ohio losses. State. Oh yeah, I think they're going to have three losses on their schedule again this year. Um, and I think Nebraska could beat them. So they might have three or four losses. I mean, I just I think that the we'll, hype around we'll Michigan see. is 100 percent about Harbaugh. We'll see That's how what it's about. We'll see how we play this week. Um, but they don't have an offense. They never do. If you have an offense, and one thing I want to point about yesterday is you can throw on Michigan because they have young corners and young safeties. You can throw on them. You got to make sure you throw the right passes though, because um, yes, they're still good even though they're young. But you got to do the right thing. You got to watch out for them blitzing because they do a corner blitz. They got a couple of good corners with speed. They're gonna come in. Wimbush got sacked a couple times. I think there was a maybe an outside linebacker or a D end um, that I saw. He's fast, and he got in. He got through the line really fast. And, and Notre Dame has a good offensive line, so it, it's it's all about protection. And I think Michigan just once again hyped up again, new quarterback that they think is going to be the savior for Jim Harbaugh and also the savior for Michigan to come in and make a difference. But we didn't see that yesterday, and I don't know if we're going to see it the rest of the year. I think after <clears throat> seeing what I did see this weekend, I would think. Ohio State's going to win that East, at least as of right now. I just you have those three guys. You got Haskins, Dobbins, and uh, and Weber. I mean, Weber was good Which before he got hurt. Hopefully, you know, down the road for us, people are saying you got Martinez, you got Marie, you got Washington, yep. and then Spielman, yeah, or whatever the or uh, what's the other running back? Greg Bell, uh, well, Zigbo. Right. On. <laughs> there's a, I keep going. We got a lot. No, of there's a freshman that's in that's in the depth chart on the road. Okay. Next, but yeah, hopefully that's the case for us. Yeah. Well, and, and Grant says Joey Bosa, uh, Nick Bosa. It's Nick Bosa. But yeah, Joey Bosa did tear up Michigan. But Nick Bosa, his brother, uh, is now a senior, I believe. He's a junior or senior, but uh, Nick Bosa is going to tear up Michigan all by himself. I couldn't agree more. <laughs> I mean, I watched him yesterday. He was a beast. He's a freak. I mean, he is a literal freak. He's I, better. He is better I, than his brother. I did say something about him last week, and yeah, he's again. It was Oregon State. Once they get, you know, but I think he's. I don't think it's going to make a difference. I, I mean, he so he literally is. He literally is a beast. And watching him out there, he's better than Joey. He is he's, better. I think he's bigger. I I think he's stronger. Um, 
Bosa was Joey was good, but he had a lot of speed. Mm-hmm. Nick is also good with speed, but he is just—I mean—he's ripped. I, I looked. I looked at him like, God damn, like you're huge. Yeah. So he, he's going to make a difference not only at this level, but he's going to go NFL. He'll go top five, right. guarantee it. Right. Uh, he's going to make a defense very happy next year. Um, but yeah, so I think both. I think Michigan is. I think they're in trouble this year. I don't think. And, and at what point does Harbaugh get in trouble? As far as, as, far as a, getting on the hot seat. Uh, yeah, he's on the hot seat this year, if you ask me. And especially after especially losing, after the, especially after losing last night. Um, so Harbaugh, watch out for him. Yes, Jalen Bradley. Thank you. <laughs> Is that the other one you're thinking about? But uh, he's not a freshman. No, no. Either way, either way, uh, we got plenty. We, of depth. we got plenty of depth at running back and wide receiver. Um, um, all right. As far as Big Ten goes, did you want to touch on that that uh, that last one from Thursday? Yes. So Thursday, Northwestern Purdue. It's a great game. That is, so I, I liked it. It was a close game. I, 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 I enjoyed it. I actually had a lot of fun watching it. I think it. it was because it was the first, like, Thursday. First and then it was the game. first Thursday in the first game. Mm-hmm. And then it ended up being close. So And you got you got a Northwestern team who tends to win 9 to 10 games a season. And we play both these teams there in our division. So Purdue actually had a – they had seven wins last year. Uh, but that was a breakaway – that was a breakthrough season for them. They really have not showed that. They have, and they, they almost, almost beat, beat Michigan. They almost beat Michigan. Yeah. They should have. They just kind of let off the gas a little bit. And Michigan just – they made them pay for it. But um, – Northwestern Purdue 31-27, and when it came down to it, I mean, there was a couple big plays during that game that really could have changed. Uh, we had one play down the uh, the left sideline on a pass, um, and the receiver grabs the shoulder and pulls on the guy. Or no, what he pulled and kind of pushed him. Yeah, forward. he he stepped inside and kind of and left, pushed him and pushed, pushed him off. out. Yeah, and the ref was right there. Didn't call it, unfortunately. Um, I really think that that was a huge play because they scored a touchdown they on did. that drive. They did. Um, but one I would thing, say, well, okay. What what were you gonna say? Oh, so uh, I one thing that I saw in that game, like I said, it was a tale of two halves. You have uh, Northwestern thirty one points in the first half. And then you got Purdue came back and almost won the game right. in the second half. I mean, Northwest the first four drives of the game, two two on offense, two on defense for Northwestern. Yep. I mean, it was perfect. Yeah, they had two touchdown drives and like an interception and a three and out. Yeah, they're dominating. Um, but then Purdue has a true freshman that's a stud. Number too four, bad. Uh, too bad. We don't. We don't have. Him. His name is. I can't remember his, his first name. Moore. His last name is Moore. He's number four on Purdue. His top five was Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, Florida State, and Purdue. Yep. He went to high school at Jeff Brown's high school. Uh huh. Um, which I guess was the reason. But also, I heard that his dad was his wide receivers coach in high okay. school. And every day at lunch, he'd get into the lunchroom and. His dad would be there, and he'd say, hey, you know, so-and-so called, so-and-so called. Every day, he's yeah. like, these Purdue guys are calling me like crazy. And so, yeah. so it's cool, though. Yeah, he's it, really it good. He he's, scored two touchdowns in the first quarter. He's fast. He's super fast. He's got he fat. Ju- he can juke somebody out yep. for a long touchdown run. He can stiff arm. I mean, the guy is good. So, you know, Grant, you know, does the game make you make us feel better uh, about both? Um, I, I honestly, I was watching the game, and my initial thought was, you know, once again, we haven't seen Nebraska play yet, but my, my initial thought was we could beat them both. Because, right. because I, text, I text you that. We, yeah, we talked about that. So and the only reason why I say that um, is because it was a tale of two halves. The first half, yes, Northwestern looked great. They looked really good. And I think Fitz, They might even be ranked Fitz, from Fitzgerald, Fitzgerald doesn't even know what quarterback to start. Um, That's the thing. Trent, Trent Green's son, I think it's Chad Green, if I remember. Uh, yeah. Green is the technically. I don't even know. I can't call him a backup because he played half the game. Thorson played half the game. I One think that thing, was by design because yeah. I think Thorson's not quite 100 percent. Well, and, and so he he kept saying, you know, we got two quarterbacks we can play. Uh, Thorson was never really named the starter before the game. Now, one thing I saw from Thorson is, yes, he is not 100 percent. Now he's good. He's still good, but one thing we're used to seeing from Thorson when he was healthy was running the ball a lot more. Right, and he didn't. No, he, didn't he, run. he then the one run he did have, he didn't try to cut up field. He, he ran out of bounds. Yeah, he he let up. He, sure. he let up. So you could tell he's not one hundred percent, which I don't blame him. It's been eight nine months since his ACL injury, um, and of course they're both picked to beat Nebraska. A four and eight record last year doesn't help anybody uh, when when we suck that bad. But, both are picked to beat Nebraska. You're right. Yeah, and and I'm not surprised by that. And most teams are probably going to be picked to beat us. Um, for one, we play Purdue at home. Mm-hmm. 
uh, which doesn't necessarily mean anything. Play Northwestern at home. Here. No, we played Northwestern out there. I thought we played them there last year. No, no, we played them at home last year, okay. and we lost in overtime. Um, that's we, right. We play out there, and that's basically a home game because yeah. it's red. Yeah. The stadium's red. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and, um, and yeah, we'll get a lot of Hus- Husker fans travel well. We know that. They love to go to Chicago. Yes. And that's so gonna be, that's going to be right <laughs> around the time of MLB playoffs. Postseason. So people go. I might have to go there. To the my team's. They go to the in. Nebraska game and then they, they go, go to the Cubs, Cubs game, game, Cubs Cardinals. But anyway, um, we have never lost. Knock on wood. We have never lost at Evanston since we joined the Big Ten. No shit. Yes. Um, just the traveling team usually they wins. They beat us at home. Yeah. They beat us at home a couple times. Yeah. Like, well, like you just said, the traveling team usually wins between that series. Yep. Uh, we beat them at home with the Hail Mary. Uh, that was like the only time. That, that was like the only time we have beat them at home. Yeah. They beat Ronnie, us. I think they Ronnie beat us. At, they beat us at home the first year we were in the Big Ten, which was a surprise. Mm-hmm. We didn't play very well. They beat us last year, and I think they beat us one other time. Was it was it the Northwestern game when Jordan Westcamp had that catch in the end zone? Is that the Hail Mary? Uh, yeah, that was Ronnie Kellogg. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So then I was at home in Nebraska, but uh, I think uh, Northwestern they're gonna they're gonna be good. They always they always have a good team. Right. It's kind of picking apart that film against Purdue, and you know, yes, good first half, but what they do in the second half? Why Purdue's defense was much better in the second half compared to the first half. So right. uh, once again, if those two teams can figure out their first half and second half differences. To be better, I think they're both going to be good teams in the Big Ten. I think so too. Purdue is much improved. They have a good coach. They're much obviously able to get some recruits. Yep. They have two quarterbacks um, that they played. It's very and yep. the first one, I mean, they threw some interceptions. That that was that, that was the difference in the game. Yeah, it really was. The three interceptions that he threw, they yep. turned it into three touchdowns, and that was the difference in the game. Absolutely. Um, but. They have what's his name, David Blau. Blau, yeah. He always plays well against Nebraska. Yeah. And so, he, he didn't start. No, he didn't start because the came freshman, the, the freshman, sophomore, I, whatever, threw yeah, three interceptions. I forgot that they still had that guy, yeah. and he has played very well against Nebraska for the last two years. Yes. So I can see them both playing against us. I can see Blau probably getting the nod just because of his success against us. But we'll see. Yeah. I can see him just getting the nod from here on Depends out on until he starts injuries and yeah. and. You know how well they play throughout the year. Oh yeah, is uh, that it for the Big Ten? I think that's it for the Big Ten. I don't got anything else at least written down. Um, okay. So what do we have happen else? I mean, Bama won, no, no doubt about it. Louisville, I, it wasn't going to be a matchup. Uh, anyone Absolutely thought, not. Anyone maybe, thought it was. maybe a couple years ago when they had Lamar Jackson. Yeah. I mean, I know they had him last year, but even when they had Lamar Jackson, they they weren't as good as they perceived. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And and Grant, I don't I don't blame you. For being pouty about the Husker game, I'm pout. I was there, and I I ran a mile in the rain, so I feel you, man. I do. I've been pouty for like <laughs> he was pouty like as soon as it was case. Well, I, I was no, I was pouty before because I had to go to a wedding, and then I got excited yes. because they said the game was at ten thirty. They yeah. broke the news story. They I did. got the notification on my phone that <laughs> said Fox. it was going to be at ten thirty, and I was stoked. And then I was running around telling everybody at this yeah. wedding that the game was going to be at ten thirty. And then <laughs> you just lied somebody, to a lot of people. Somebody came to me and said, "I don't know why you told me that because <laughs> it, I just got this that said the game's canceled." And then I got a bunch of texts. Yeah. So we're pouty too. We get it. Uh, Clemson beat Furman, so that was an interesting situation. Did you see that? Because the Furman, very cool. the, the Furman quarterback goes to Clemson and takes classes. Yes. So that's it's like an hour away. That was kind of a cool story. I, enjoyed I did read that. that. That's very cool. Uh, but Clemson, no, no, no surprise they won. Uh, Georgia forty-five zip over Austin P. No surprise there. Um, These teams don't play anybody. Washington Auburn. Now that was a sloppy game. So. Pac-12. This a lot of people are saying Washington is their only chance to get in. I I was kind of wondering if that's true or not. Kind of waiting to see what UC, USC and Stanford did. So I think those are the I only think other they, teams that I think two teams they're have saying that because USC has a freshman quarterback. Mm-hmm. This they're playing. They played a true freshman quarterback. It was only like the they second are. time they've ever done. Yeah. That. Um, so I think I really think that the Washington Auburn game it was really sloppy. I neither team played great. You had a lot of missed field it's goals. Tough. It's you like, had you had Washington going down the field. They would drive really well. And get to then, the three-yard line and try an option and fumble? What are you yes. doing? Hey, anytime they got to the 25 or inside of that, they couldn't do anything. So I don't think that – I don't think we're going to see Washington in the playoff now because, yes, they did lose. But it's – I don't think we're going to see the Pac-12 
It's going to be tough. Because the la- is, it's been proven the Pac-12 can't get in. And yes, or Utah. Yeah, very well, good. No, Utah didn't play very well on, th- on Thursday night. No. And Arizona was supposed to be a Pac-12 South uh, contender, and they lost. They lost yesterday. I can't yeah. believe So... Yeah, so what do we got? They had ninety percent chance of the game being delayed, and didn't want to listen to him. Yeah, good. Don't listen to him. Don't listen to the grandpa, the wife's grandpa. Don't do that, Grant. That's a bad idea. Uh, but yeah, USC uh, looks decent. Absolutely, Utah State, Utah. I mean, I, I think the Pac-12 is still wide open. Obviously, but with Washington losing, that that's almost like the dagger in the side for Pac-12. Right. Um, and the, I mean, I could see you know if there's somebody like us that is on the West Coast doing yeah. something similar. I mean, I could see them saying the same thing about the Big Ten, that the Big Ten struggled, and, you know, Michigan, who was one of the favorites, lost. And, and, and you know, Grant, you feel like you're sitting with us. You're more than welcome to come join us and drink beer and I talk football I did talk to somebody anytime. yesterday that wants to come, so. Yeah, we're, we're welcoming guests at any point, so we'll, we'll provide the beer uh, and we'll have a good conversation. Actually, if fun. you come, you might have to provide you the beer. You might have to provide the beer. <laughs> you might have to bring the beer. Uh, yeah, that's fun. That's good stuff. Um, but yeah, Washington Auburn, really kind of a sloppy game. Um, we got about uh, nine minutes left here, guys. Uh, so we're going to kind of wrap up some of these games. Oklahoma. Uh, so Oklahoma FAU, that's kind of a funny game. I, a lot I, of was, people, I was kind of intrigued by this game. and A lot, thought, of, people, a thought, lot of people were. I thought, you know, I think I said, you know, if Florida Atlantic can come out and score a couple quick TDs, it could be interesting. But that was clearly not the case. All I did was score a couple TDs. <laughs> they yeah. gave up a lot. You snapped your fingers, and that game was we, thirty-five. We, did, to we didn't have to see a lot from Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray, we really didn't, because the yeah. rest of the team kind of took it from there. Well, he, he's he did, good. Yeah, he's I mean, good. They yes. have a lot of good, he, he's good position players. But we didn't have to see a lot from him, and I think that helps Oklahoma down the road because they didn't have to show a lot because they have playmakers. He just had to give it to them, and it happened. So, um, so let's see. Miami plays uh, still. Miami LSU tonight. Six, they play tonight. Six thirty. Um, like Stanford, San Diego State. So that was a close game for a long time. Um, Stanford was losing for quite some time, and then once they got the lead, they didn't let it go. The biggest thing about that was eighteen carries for twenty nine yards for Bryce Love. Um, obviously, <laughs> San Diego State said we're gonna stack the box and make you beat us through the air, which they did. But and then they got beat through the air. Well, yeah. And <laughs> so that's kind of what happened. Um, USC, so they beat UNLV. They gave up 21 points, but they scored 43. So they, they got enough to win. Yeah, I was giving Jason a hard time. And that freshman quarterback, he's he's a good quarterback. I mean, he played well. Um, and I, I think USC is going to be okay. And that could be one of those teams as that freshman quarterback grows and into that position in the college level. I mean, that could be a team to watch out for okay. uh, in the Pac-12. I don't. I still don't know if they make the playoff, but it's going to have to be USC or Stanford, and they really have to have some good wins. And they play this week, and they're going to have to beat Notre Dame. Both of yeah, I mean they're going to have to beat Notre Dame. That, bottom line, whichever team does is going to because I think Notre Dame is going to have a good season. Um, UCLA chip and UC no I I think UCLA doesn't have a chance to be honest they lost um, yeah I, I just who they lose to ah shit I can't remember. no they lose I can't remember yeah they play Oklahoma this week they're gonna yeah. get blown and out. they're gonna get blown out by Oklahoma but UCLA Chip Kelly it's gonna take Chip a couple they of lost years. to Cincinnati they scored yes. seventeen points yes they lost Cincinnati um, they I, had that Michigan transfer quarterback. Yeah, uh, Wilton Spate or whatever yeah. from Michigan which he didn't do good there so why are they gonna have him do good here um, but. Chip Kelly, give him a couple years. He he can recruit on the West Coast. We know that. So give Chip a couple years. It's not going to be Oregon. There's UCLA will not be Oregon uh, from when he coached there. But I, I believe that UCLA they will get will, better. Would get better. And I think they're going to be in contest. I would love to see UCLA be one of those teams that's talking about winning the Pac-12 again. Yeah. Uh, we saw USC and Stanford being the top the top tier teams for a long time. Washington slowly getting back. It is back in there. Uh, yeah, it has been for a couple years. Of years. Um, I would love and to see Oregon, UCLA back in there. Oregon went there, and I mean they they have a lot of talent. Yeah, so I, I feel like Chip is going to get there. Just give him a couple years. Uh, he signed a long uh, a good contract too, so he's fine. Um and why I wish my job was to watch football all day too. It's yeah, not, too. but you would think it because we talk it all the time. I can but, talk football. Um, you can pay me to do that. Yeah, T- TCU over Southern, no surprise there. I mean, right. Southern, who the hell's Southern? I don't, I don't know. know. Um, West Virginia, uh, they beat Tennessee. So Tennessee, Tennessee is brutal. Uh, Kirk Kirk Street said that Tennessee's defense is back, and I just started laughing. I mean, I really just started laughing because, and so yeah. Des Howard, Des is like, you haven't seen them play. How do you know they're back? And he goes, well, I just, I feel like they're back. They're gonna have a good game, and they got I blown out. Think, I mean, um, with them, I mean, they do have a new coach, um, so it might take them a little bit of time. But 
Yeah, it's it, what Will Greer. I mean, Will Greer threw five TDs. Four hundred twenty-nine yards. Be really good. So four hundred twenty-nine yards. I mean, I was kind of doubtful on Will Greer just because I didn't see much of him last year. Um, but really, I mean, holy crap! Five TDs, four hundred twenty-nine yards against Tennessee. Yeah, it's Tennessee, and you know, they've gone through their own struggles the last couple of years and the coaching decisions, stuff like that. Their AD kind of blew things up. But um, not surprised that West Virginia won that game, and not surprised they won big. Um, I didn't see the 429 yards of five TDs coming, but yeah, good win. Uh, Mississippi State, uh, Stephen F. Austin, whatever. Um, FSU and Virginia Tech, they play tomorrow night. They do play um, So that's our, our uh, Labor Day game, uh, which will be fun. Uh, will Greer for Heisman. <laughs> uh, Greer, I mean, he's yeah. the top runner right now. I, think- I still think you got to wait at least till halfway mark of the season to really talk about a Heisman. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say right now my top three Heisman, even though Bryce Love had a rough game, I think Bryce Love, Jonathan Taylor, um, and Will Greer after, after this first week, yeah. I think they're all going to be in contention. The only reason I say that is... Is because somebody can have one, two, three good weeks and yep. then go down, and like then, they're, Jackson, then yep. they're out yeah. of contention. So. Well, and, and I think you got to look at as much as I hate to say it, you're going to have to look at Haskins uh, and Dobbins. Dobbins. I mean, I think Dobbins is number one running back, but you're going to have to look at Ohio State because they got three really good guys running back, quarterback that as could potentially we hate them. As much as we hate them, you got to give them props. So FSU, Virginia Tech, Virginia Tech play tomorrow. UCF didn't really Dominated. miss a step. <laughs> so they destroyed um, Bring UConn. Mackenzie Milton. Milton. Milton is still good. Um, a lot of people still aren't giving them a lot of props. I mean, UConn, it's UConn. But they, they were on the road for the first game with the new coaching yeah. staff, and they didn't miss a beat. Yeah, so. and, and they're, they're not getting a lot of uh, a lot of love from any, any of the uh, so-called experts. Uh, but UCF is still a good team. Um, they didn't lose a step. They didn't lose a beat uh, with um, what's his bugging out of their coach. Um, Josh Heupel. Yes, Josh Heupel. Um, so they're going to be fine. Um, Boise State beat Troy. No surprise there. Oregon yeah. beat Bowling Green, no surprise there. Right. Uh, yeah, and then we got LSU tonight. Um, so, uh, you know, it, it was a good, it was a decent first week, uh, first weekend of football. There weren't a lot of surprises except for um, yeah, Texas losing. I guess you can say it was a surprise. I thought it was going to be a good game. And then play. just, I mean, it always happens. These teams that are preseason ranked so high, um, they end up struggling. Yep. So we, we got three minutes. So real quick, preseason rankings. We've talked about it for years. Right. I mean, we've been doing this is our fourth year. We've been talking about it for years. Um, preseason rankings are stupid. Wait until week eight or nine to actually start ranking teams because, like we saw this weekend, can you really say Michigan State should have been number eleven? Can you really say Penn State is in the top ten? Can you really say that Michigan well, should have been up there? I mean, and I think that's why the committee waits so long, which I do like that mm-hmm. they wait. Um, but a lot of times it is pretty close to what these other polls are. But, yeah, I mean, take a look at the rankings from preseason to after that first week going into week two. You have teams that aren't in there jump up to the top 15. Yeah. You have teams that are in the top 15 that drop out. Yep. Or, you know, and then at the same time, you have a team that you rank in the top 10 that then loses the first week, yep. but then they stay in there. Yeah, or they stay in there, or and they barely they, go outside and they then make their way back that, in. That doesn't hurt them throughout the year, and then it only helps teams like in their conference, yep. like at the SEC. Yep. You have these 7-5, and 8-4. and four, Actually, it's usually 8-4. and four. There's like yeah. four 8-4 and four teams. But they all have all these losses, but then they, oh, well, they played a ranked LSU team. Well, yeah, because... They had them so high early on. Yeah, and and you got to look at not. That's not, just an example. I'm not well, hitting yeah. on LSU. And you got you got to wait to really say like, oh yeah, they played a ranked team. But maybe when they played them, yes, they were ranked. But at the end of the season, they were, were six and six. They were 25, or they weren't ranked at all. So you got to take a look at that. And you got UCF, who was undefeated last season, gets bumped to 21 at the beginning of the season. So I just I understand they go out a lot off for a lot off of recruiting classes as well. But I just. Then you have some teams that are six and six that you then have ranked in the top twenty. And yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, and I, I struggle so much with this because I know that they do it because of because of people like us that it drives us nuts. But they're going to do no, it. They do it so they, they get, get hype. They do it so that they can get TV ratings. And it's always the same teams. But anyways, preseason rankings. Give us your thoughts on those two whenever you want. There is some decent games this week. Um, yes, we got some decent ones. I know. Um, we, as far as the podcast goes, we only have like thirty seconds. Yeah, left, but so. we got Georgia at SC. We got Rutgers at Ohio State. Colorado, Nebraska, obviously the biggest one. Iowa State playing Iowa. That's, that's a big a one. That's one. in Iowa. That's at Iowa. Uh, Clemson, Texas A and M could be a good that one. That could be good. Uh, Penn State, Pitt. You never know. Uh, USC, Stanford, probably the best game to watch this weekend coming up. Well, and Jimbo Fisher's played 
against Clemson. And he gets them at home. Very true. For Texas a so. Very true. So we're going to sign off. we got 10 seconds. Thanks for joining us today, guys. Uh, we appreciate you watching. Grant, wonderful uh, commentary with us. We'll get you on the show sometime this year. Thanks, everybody. Have a great rest of the evening. We'll see you next week. Go Big Red. Mm-hmm.